This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Thank you so much for that. Um, and welcome to Connect with Community Wakato. Um, Emma from Hamilton City Council, Civic Engagement Advisor, talking with us um, this week. Um, starting off in Te Reo Māori, of course, mm-hmm. for, for very good reason. Um, and But we're going to talk today about um, voting in the up-and-coming local body election. Uh, we've got a new system of voting. We have got new Māori wards as well involved in that system. Um, it's all coming about very, very quickly now. And so this is going to be a show that is going to let you know everything that you need to know if you're already on the roll if you're not on the roll if you've never voted before if you have many many times but usually or always is first past the post we're going to talk today and answer any questions that you might have so welcome emma and um busy time of year i imagine for you a busy time of a three-year cycle for you yeah very busy time and uh especially because i've only been at council for four months so it's very much a hit the ground flying yeah. <laughs> kind of experience but it's been wonderful it's a really great way to get out around town and learn about what matters to people. I've been attending some Meet the Candidate events lately and it's interesting just to sit and listen. Yes, yes. And actually um, we will talk about Meet the Candidate Mm -hmm. sessions because there are still a number of opportunities too and probably one of the things, one of the key things I hear every time there's election is how do I even know who I'm voting for? Mm -hmm. So we will come to that. Um, But but let's start with a little bit around the mechanics about who can actually vote in a local body election. Mm -hmm. So if you are resident in Hamilton City, so I'm mainly going to speak about the Hamilton City yes. uh, Hamilton City Council elections, although um, most of us who live within the Hamilton City boundary were also eligible to vote in the Waikato Regional Council. So don't be surprised, uh, Hamilton residents, when you get voting papers for both of those councils, yes. because we have the Hamilton City Ward of the Regional Council. Um, If you live just outside the Hamilton area, you will be uh, eligible to vote in one of the other um, local, uh, you know, Waikato uh, region councils. Mm -hmm. So not, uh, yeah, there are many small councils (laughs) that cover the Waikato region. We have about 10, I think, local territorial authorities in this space. So yeah, there are a lot. Yes. (laughs) But um, for Hamilton City Council elections, it's everyone 18 years or older, New Zealand uh, permanent resident and you need to have been in New Zealand for 12 months to be on the electoral roll. Okay, so so when you say you need to have been in New Zealand for 12 months, um, that does that include someone who is a New Zealand citizen? Uh, yes, if you're a citizen or a permanent resident that's been here for 12 months. Okay, yeah. what if you're overseas at the time or just yeah, away from Hamilton at the time of the election? Mm, that's a very good question, and I believe you would still be able to cast a special vote, vote if you're cool. still registered to vote in Hamilton. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, so that's fantastic. So that that should give us an idea about who can vote. Sometimes there seems to be confusion around 
um, who's a ratepayer, mm. <laughs> you know. Um, that has nothing to do with voting in a local body election, eh? Absolutely. It's where you live. Yeah. And it's where you're registered on the roll, which address you've given them. And and I'm hoping we'll have time today to finish with a little bit of a an overview about the things that your council does. So, you, are, you know... Um, it's really important that mm. people have their say in these elections. These these councils really do influence our lives um, and are very much our day to day lives. So yeah, absolutely. So um, so let, let's let's go now to um, the mechanics of voting. Most people are going to end up with um, some paperwork mm-hmm. in their letterbox. Yes. So your voting papers should arrive between the sixteenth of September and the twentieth. That's coming up um, very soon. So. The voting period actually opens on the 16th of September and you have until October 8th to cast your vote. But if you are returning your papers in the post, which is the most common way, you'll need to do that probably before the 4th of October to make sure that your voting papers arrive by the 8th. Yeah, yeah, because people got to remember now too that we don't have a daily postal service anymore, mm-hmm. eh? It's sort of going every couple of days and so that could impact the... Plus, if there's a massive lot because yes. everyone's posting at once. Yes, absolutely. So if it's getting close to the 8th of October and you're not sure if it will make it in the post, uh, drop it in at any library or at the main council building in town. Oh, so that's really good. There are other options. You don't mm-hmm. have to go onto the CBD, mm-hmm. just a local library. Yeah. Yeah. Or the CBD. Yes. Cool. Um, and you can go to vote.nz to check your details if you're not sure like if you've moved house you're not sure if you, you can't remember if you updated your details or you just want to double check and make sure that you're registered go to vote.nz and you'll see the links to check or update your enrollment details oh, i didn't know you could tell you didn't realize you could do that online yes. so that's very handy yes. if for some reason you weren't feeling very competent or confident mm-hmm. with um, the internet is there a place you could go where you could possibly do that? Oh, absolutely. Um, again, any of the city libraries and our library staff will be very happy to help you or at the main council building in town. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't know if you um, have got updated details, that's what you could do because what might happen between the... Um, yeah. Oh, so how you are enrolled mm-hmm. if you voted like in a previous central government yes, election even. Absolutely, it's all yeah. the same role. Yes, yep. yeah. so there's one role for everything. Mm-hmm. So if you voted um, for the last sort of government, mm-hmm. then you will be on a roll, but mm-hmm. your details might not be correct, and that yeah. would mean that your voting papers might not have turned up. For, for many of us, we've had a letter, haven't we, that's already said, if your details, if you've got this letter mm-hmm. and the details here are correct, you're all good to go. Yes. Yes, and if you didn't receive that letter, or if you go online and you look and you go, oh no, that's my address from last year, I'm not, I'm not living there anymore, I can't receive papers at that address, I would advise that you enrol now online anyway, because that updates you for the general election next year, and it's just a good thing to do. So go ahead and enrol and update your details online, and then you'll need to cast a special vote in this local election, because it won't process in time. Cool. The local election. Yeah. So, so that's really important to know. If you haven't received a paper saying, um, yep, this is you, you're good to go, then you do need to go and update some details mm-hmm. or get on the roll. But regardless, you can still vote with a special vote. Can you yes. tell us what a special vote is? Um, so a special vote just involves a little bit more um, 
uh, paperwork, but it doesn't take long. You need to be in person to cast a special vote. And again, you can do that at any of our libraries or at the main council building. Yeah, and they'll do, talk you through it. Do you need identification? Uh, yes, you would need your driver's license or passport. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's the it's the high level identification, yeah. which is um, the same as when you enrol online. Yeah, I'm hoping this doesn't. Is, I'm hoping this isn't hard. Do you know if that would include an 18 plus card? I think it would not be eligible. Okay, yeah. cool. So yeah, it is it is a yeah. passport or New Zealand drives, which and it might even actually then be the um, gun license card, like the mm. government issued photo mm. identification. And if you don't have government issued photo identification, I'm sure there is still a way to vote. So absolutely, go and ask. Go and, ask. <laughs> go and yeah. speak to people. Um, you can also phone the electoral commission on 0800 36 76 56. That's 0800 36 76 56. And um, stand by at the end of the show. We will um, we will give that number out again just mm. in case you need to run yep. around looking for a yep. pen. And you can find that phone number on the vote.nz website. Fantastic. Well, that makes it super easy. Mm. Okay, so um, I'm, just, I'm just ticking off in my head what we've covered. Special mm. votes. Um, we've covered how to know if you're on the roll. Um, let's move to how we're going to vote in this election because certainly in Hamilton City it's going to look different from what it has previous years. Uh, yes, so we have two new wards for example. So in the past we had the East Ward and the West Ward which everybody voted in, one of those, and then everyone voted for the Mayor. But now we have an inclusion of two Māori wards which cover the entire city and you are eligible to vote for candidates in the Māori ward if you are on the Māori roll. Yeah. Yeah. And that means you'd only be voting for the Māori wards, not your other, yes. the other candidates. Yes. So you would vote for Māori wards and the mayor. Um, and this is likely, this would just, the paperwork turns up in your mail, eh? Mm -hmm. You don't have to know... Yes. who you're meant to be voting yep. for. It will just turn up and it will be a paper that's either for the Māori Ward and mm -hmm. the Mayor or East Ward Mayor, West Ward Mayor. Absolutely. Yeah, so um, it's only probably if you're casting a special vote you might have to be asked some questions mm. and, yeah, make sure you exactly. just get that Exactly, that you're that in right. the correct ward. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. In terms of how people are voting then this time, previously you've just ticked some boxes um, and you could previously tick up to six for your regional um, for your mm. for candidates. Mm -hmm. um, can you tell us a little bit about how that's changed? So we're now using STV which is single transferable vote and has been used by uh, many councils around New Zealand and we are now joining them and using that system. So you rank your candidates in order of preference. The candidate that you support the most is your number one choice. Uh, you then follow on with two, three, four, five, four, as many candidates as you would like to rank. Really important point is that you do not need to rank all of the candidates. If there are some people on that list and you think, oh no, I just can't give any support to that person at all, then you don't give them a number at all. And another important point is that you must uh, write down your numbers in order. So you can't, for example, go one, two, four, five, seven, you have to numerically rank the candidates one, two, three, four, five, and six, uh, because the computer system that counts the votes will stop counting if you skip a number. So it will just record one, two, and three, and then if you've written down a five, that's not going to be counted. Okay, so I'm going to try and get that really clear mm -hmm. in my head. So mm -hmm. that means you need to know exactly the order you're going to rank people before mm -hmm. you start numbering them. Yes. Then when you do those numbers, so 
So if I've got a list, I don't just go down that list going exactly one, five, seven, nine. Mm. I need to go, this is my number one. Down the bottom, that's my number two. Mm-hmm. Midway up, that's my number three. So mm-hmm. you actually rank and order one through to whatever number. Yes. In the order you want them, yes. not in the order they appear on your sheet. Yes. That's yes. probably a very important point. And mm. I think there'll be a lot of people that don't know that. Mm. And doesn't it blow your mind that a processor can determine mm. what order things were put in? Mm. So um, there will be an instruction paper that comes with your voting paper that right. explains about STV. And the votes are all, like the computer system will record all of the votes before anything happens with um, sorting out the candidates and deciding who's won the seats. Yes. So, yeah, so, but you have to just make sure that it's um, sequential. Yeah. <laughs> so not, yeah, not from the top yeah. of the list necessarily, but you might be number one down the very bottom of the page, yes. number two at the top, yeah. number three at the top, number four down the bottom. Yeah. But just keep going in order. Don't miss a number. Don't skip a number. Yeah. Okay, cool. Very good to know. And um, yeah, so that that is that yeah, that's very interesting. It's something mm. I didn't know. I've learned something today, so that's mm. great. Um, same with the Maori ward, because of course there are, um, I think, locally in Hamilton, around three is it three or five candidates? Uh, maybe six. Maybe yeah, six. Yeah, for the two seats. For the two seats. Yes. Yes. So um, so same same thing again. Making sure you rank in your order of preference. Mm-hmm. Yep, and can go right up to number six if that's what you choose to do. Yes. What about the mayors? Is this an STV vote for the mayor as well? Yes, it is. Uh, so we have a number of candidates for mayor, and again, you need to rank in order of your preference. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's fantastic. Um, uh, sorry, I'm just <laughs> trying to get everything in order in my head. So, so then once you've once you've ordered everybody, you've ordered in preference of how you want them. Um, you've got a piece of paper. You've got a couple of options then of of actually getting that back. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon there are a number of um, voting papers that never quite make it Definitely. back to council? Yes, yes. Yeah. Every election that happens. Uh, so they get um, put in the mail too late, um, or they just sit around on people's kitchen counters. Uh, I think there's a high number of voting papers that are not returned. Yeah, yeah. Whereas people had intentions to vote. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. I, I, I think you must be absolutely right because. I get really motivated and excited about voting, but even I can find that it sits for a few days, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. So yeah, we want to strongly encourage people that when they arrive, um, vote as soon as you can and yeah. put it in the mail as soon as you can. Okay, so for people who are listening going, you know, I've got no idea who I'm going to vote for because I don't even know who these people are. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about how you might find out about your local candidates? So we've done a lot of work recently to upgrade the website and this is, you know, collaboration between our wonderful governance team and our comms teams and if you go to yourcityelections.co.nz and then look for the candidates page, um, so just go to the menu bar in the top right-hand corner, click on that and then click candidates. We have photos of all the candidates. They've sent in a written statement to describe themselves. And many of them have also sent through videos, self-introduction oh, videos that you can watch. So they didn't all respond to that invitation. Yeah. But the ones that have, um, you can see plenty of uh, all sorts of resources there. So they've got the video introduction. They've got answers to some questions that we uh, sent out to them. And they've given their 
you know comments on those specific issues and they have links to their social media their email addresses um, so all the ways that they would like you to contact them fantastic um, there are also a range of opportunities to to meet some of these people and to listen to what they have to say um, yes. meet the candidate sessions that are going on between now and do you know that what date of the last one might I be? think the last one is around the 29th of September a few others could still pop up or oh, actually there is the your neighborhood event on the 1st of October is going to be another big opportunity to meet candidates so that's the candidate cafe which is happening as part of Hamilton City Council's your neighborhood event in the CBD it's going to be our biggest your neighborhood event that we've ever done and <laughs> we're hoping that all the candidates will be there if people want to find out about where there might be a meet the candidate session in their area mm-hmm. how might they go about doing that same website your city elections.co.nz slash events and they're all listed there there's plenty to choose from we're going to take a short break when we come back we'll carry on with this conversation but also going to talk a little bit about what sort of things council do and how it is they might impact your life Bye, Rose. 
Day by Arcadia, and I'm talking to Emma about um, from Hamilton City Council about the local body elections are coming around very quickly. You're very shortly going to have voting papers in your mailboxes, and and I think it's just it, you can't kind of emphasise enough the importance of voting. Hey, eh? <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about what this council does or what councils do generally? So why? we might have an interest in who's representing us on council? So councils, uh, local government in general, has an enormous influence on our day-to-day life, on our city infrastructure, on how we pay for things, how we choose to invest money. You know, are we going to do playground upgrades or a walking and cycling, you know, pedestrian bridge? Are we going to upgrade our water treatment facilities? There's so many competing priorities and we have some very difficult decisions to make in the years ahead, um, particularly around climate change and our growing population and how we're going to best um, house everybody. Council makes a lot of decisions around those issues, including where to put new suburbs, um, what sort of resources and facilities to connect them with. And so it's really about the the growth and the future of our city and what type of a city we all want to live in. People often get concerned about rates rising kind of mm. each year and mm. um, the costs we often get, you know, um, you know, talk about the impact of that. You know, are our councillors the ones making those decisions? Yes, absolutely. Yep. So they um, pull in all the rates money every year and need to decide how to spend that money, you know, what to invest it in. Uh, whether to pay off debt or to go for new projects. And so as the residents of Hamilton City, we have a role in keeping them accountable, Mm. you know, checking in on what they're doing, asking them questions about it, following up, finding out what sort of decisions they're making and why. They also have a number of facilities around town Mm -hmm. that are pretty central to our daily lives as well. Yes, Hamilton City Council owns and maintains uh, the pools, libraries, museum, a number of playgrounds, um, larger stadiums and venues. Uh, we um, have a big role to play in terms of the opportunities for leisure and recreation in the city and education, yeah. um, the cultural events and cultural um, 
practices, performances, education yeah. that, that can go on. Yeah. So whether or not you're ticking a box, these people are coming in. Mm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, that, that, so it is yes. really important to... And we have... Um, you know, big change happening uh, because four of the current elected members have four of the current elected members have stepped down. So we know that there are definitely four seats um, on the council, plus the two new councillors coming in on the Māori ward. So we're going to have six new faces sitting around the table. That is going to make a massive difference to, mm. um, well, probably even the conversations. And, and actually, that's something I wanted to talk about was why there was a shift to STV mm. and how might that impact what our council looks like. Mm. So if you look at um, elections in New Zealand and around the world under STV, it tends to um, result in a more diverse representation. And one of the ways that it does that is it encourages people to vote enthusiastically and in high numbers for the minority candidates or candidates that may seem to have a smaller chance at winning. Um, An example I could give is if you imagined under a national election, a general election, and you lived in an electorate where historically two major parties had come close in that seat and you knew it was probably going to go to one or other of them but there was a local MP for a smaller party that you thought was a fantastic would make a fantastic uh, local MP you supported their policies their values but reluctantly you don't vote for them because you want to try and shift the balance in the between the, the more the likely two, candidates, yeah. yeah, the two that you know are quite likely to win. So under STV, you can enthusiastically and confidently vote for that candidate that you think isn't going to make it through, safe in the knowledge that your number two vote is going to get transferred to the other candidate that you prefer. How does your number two vote become your vote mm-hmm. when the number one person you voted for isn't like how are they knocked out basically? Yes. So there's a quota system. We can't know what the exact quota will be until all the votes come in because it's based around percentages of Mm -hmm. all the votes that are received. So if we imagine um, the race for mayor, if we end up, uh, or if Hamilton or any city, you know, hypothetical city ended up in a situation with several candidates for mayor that is a really close race. We had three or four that were sitting around sort of 25 to 30% each. None of them have made the quota because in a mayoral candidacy, the quota is... 50% 50% plus a small fraction. Yes. So you have to get just over half to get in. If there's a candidate that immediately is up over 50% in the number one votes, they're in. That, yeah. That's it. Yeah. We don't need to bother with any transferring or number two votes because we've They've got our clear winner. winner. If we don't have a clear winner, if we've got three or four that are very evenly split in terms of the vote, then we need to start looking at the number two votes and we will eliminate whoever's got the smallest number of number one votes. Their number two becomes their next vote, their Mm. their vote. So you can see why you could enthusiastically vote for that person you wanted, even Mm. if you thought, you know what, they're probably not going to get it, but my heart is there, I'm giving them my one. And so then we actually get to find out the true number of votes, like the true support that they have in the community, and it might be closer than we think. Yeah. We're about out of time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got about 20 seconds, and I just wanted to go back to that 0800 number, if yes. you recall it, would be fantastic. And this is for, if you just need to check that you're on the roll or get mm-hmm. some information, who mm-hmm. would you call? 0800 36 76 56. Fantastic. Or vote.nz. And please check out your nz for the events and all the Meet the Candidate events. You'll find that they are organised by a huge 
range of different community groups. There are different times of the day and week, different locations, different formats, different styles and ways to meet the candidates. So have a look at that and come along. And that's how you'll get to know about everybody. Thank you so much, Emma. Appreciate your time today. That is us for another week. You've been listening to Connect with Community Wakato. We've heard from Emma since this episode was recorded and she'd like to add that an 18 plus card is an acceptable form of ID for casting a special vote. Any photo ID, including a student ID, is acceptable. So if you aren't enrolled or if you've moved house and you want to cast a special vote, take your photo ID to any Hamilton City Library or the council building in town between September the 16th and midday on October the 8th to cast your vote. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.